Step Monsters, welcome back. You are on season two of Step Monster, and today we're super excited to bring another mini-sode to you. So as a reminder, mini-sodes are episodes that are specifically catered to your needs. These are submissions from any stepmom who really needs specific advice through our Instagram DMs or through our email, stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. And we basically take your scenario and break down our specific advice in an episode totally dedicated to you. So today's submission in particular is one that is called Overblended High Conflict by a Mom. And this is one that came to us via email. So Elise, I'm going to kick it over to you to take us through this one. Awesome. Thanks, Bailey. So um, I'm going to try to actually make this a little more concise because it is very long and I don't want to give too much detail and um, potentially make her vulnerable. So um, I'll start out by saying the backstory to the best of my knowledge because it needs a backstory to somewhat understand the dynamic. Sorry if it's long. My boyfriend, who we'll call Chris, had a child with a woman he was engaged to in their early 20s. They ended up breaking it off but shared equal custody of their son. A few years later, he started dating another woman, we'll call her Karen. Karen already had a preteen daughter by another man who she had a horrible relationship with. Precursor? I'm saying that. I'm adding that in. So both Chris and Karen became basically step-parents to each other's kids. They got pregnant and then got engaged. Meanwhile, Karen also urged Chris to take his ex to court for custody scheduling, and ultimately, he lost all of his custody rights of his first son. Chris then got into a horrible car accident where he almost lost his life and he had to go on disability and constant pain. They ended up moving to another state where it was warmer so his pain wasn't as intense. Um, I'm going to paraphrase here. So Karen basically um, broke up with Chris during this time and had a lot of resentment and um, then broke off the engagement following that separation Um, She started posting photos of another man, stating she was in love. Her new boyfriend moved in a month later, and Chris was forced to move out. Eventually, her and the new boyfriend ended up having a kid and getting married. Karen still helped Chris, though. Um, She would give him rights to appointments, make sure he was taking his medication, and she made sure he was able to see their son a few times a week. In exchange, Chris would help with things around her house when her husband was working and loaned her money whenever she needed help. Red flag. They remained friends, and because Chris didn't have any family or friends in the area, he would join them for holidays and outings. They both promised each other they would never go to court because of what happened with Chris's first son. Then I came along a couple years after that. Uh, We dated for about eight months, long distance, and then I planned on moving in with him. I asked him how often he and his ex talked because it seemed like a lot. It seemed unhealthy and codependent, like she needed him to give her attention, and he was afraid to set boundaries with her. He promised me it was three or four times a week and only because there was no set schedule with the child. I get there and I noticed they were constantly on the phone. I started tracking it and found it was like 10 phone calls plus a day, 20 text messages and Facebook messages every single day. She would show up anytime she wanted without notice or knocking. She would demand he drop everything to help her with any anything that she wanted. 
I obviously was not okay with this. The first time I sat down with him to talk about it, we had a 15-minute convo, and she called twice just in that time span. Every Sunday when I first got there, we would go to her house while he worked on her yard, and I basically ended up babysitting her two kids. I got along with his child, though, immediately, so at least there was no issue with that. Um, Fast forward, they started arguing a lot because he didn't see the big deal in communicating with her. She felt like it was interrupting their relationship. And um, things kind of progressed from there. I think there's some social media. So she posted some very nasty stuff about the fiance on social media. So Karen posted nasty stuff about the fiance on social media. And um, she said, I calmly explained that I had no problem with them being friends and talking, but there needed to be boundaries. She agreed, but then constantly broke every one of them. She even told me twice that she used to call him at midnight, but stopped. She also told me she wanted everything to stay the same as before I got there. And if I had a problem with it, I shouldn't get involved. I tried going out of my way to be nice, but it caused even more abuse from her. I tried avoiding her, but then I was told I wasn't involved enough. I got more involved than apparently I was too involved and selfish. I feel like I can't win. We are finally in a place where it's better after many tantrums. But it's still a little crazy. It's been almost two years since I moved in. They still help each other out with rides and housework, which is totally cool with me. But they also still talk a few times a day. I'm okay with the I'm leaving the house now to pick up our son. But why does he need to know what her day is like or what her chiropractor said? Why is he answering still when he knows it's just going to be about the Netflix series she's going to boycott? I feel like every milestone in our relationship, he ends up on the phone with her in the middle of it. Example, when we were looking... At our first house together, he ended up on the phone with her half the time. Same with the first vacation together. He still says it's because he doesn't want to miss anything to do with his son or stepdaughter. Am I being unreasonable? Am I getting in the way? I feel like my requests are healthy. I'm even okay with him talking every day, but is that even healthy? I'm so lost. Her and I have never argued with each other, but there is an odd tension. She still blames me for stuff I had no decision on or knowledge about, but I let it go as best I can. By the way, I have never had these issues with his son's first mom. He still talks to his son every day, even though he doesn't have custody. Um, reaching out for support. There's so much to this story, but I'll stop there. Help. Whoa. Uh, whoa is right. So I want to first address the am I being unreasonable? Am I getting in the way? feeling like your requests are healthy, but then getting some conflicting information. So I do not think you are being unreasonable at all. I think if you're feeling there's an odd tension for some reason or another, you're probably spot on about that feeling, generally speaking. No. Can we just say that? No. Yeah. Right? Like, hard no on that level of communication. It's not healthy. Absolutely not. And I I don't want to, I don't know. It's, it's hard because for me, one of the things that you mentioned here was you reached out to a support group and they mostly said it was a him problem and that he shouldn't be answering his phone. And for me, this might be the bitchy thing to say, but like, I agree with that. And I know you agree too. And I know you're seeing things from the right perspective. So I really don't think he should be communicating with her in this way. I mean, there's the 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 saying that I think we posted not, not that long ago on our Instagram that said, 
the people that are most upset by you setting boundaries are the ones that benefited you from having none in the first place. And that is most definitely true in this scenario. She's totally benefiting from him having no boundaries and not being able to set and hold those boundaries on his own. Like, he absolutely does not need to know what happened at her chiropractor appointment or what her day has been like. I mean, keeping conversations strictly to what is absolutely critical to communicate with the kids and what is absolutely necessary in this scenario, I feel like is the only way to go. I just, I feel like there's been multiple lines crossed through all of the information that you gave us, which initially I was like, this, I don't need all of this like novel background information, but having read through all of it and then heard Elise read through all of it again, I'm like, actually it is pretty critical to like the whole backstory. So thank you for sending all of that. But there's a lot of things here that are crossing what I would consider to be a boundary between what is appropriate to be discussed between a bio mom and between her baby daddy. I mean, you don't need to go that granular. You don't need to know what Netflix series she's binge watching. None of that is mission critical to you actually being able to successfully co-parent. So the fact that she keeps dragging him into this to me, feels a little bit weird. I don't know, at least. I feel like the manipulation in this scenario is insane. So she's using the fact that she knows he's scared to lose custody and he wants to have a close relationship, honestly, like to undermine his new relationship. I just, I'm also going to be a bitch here and say that in no way, shape, or form, and if you're listening to this and you disagree with what I'm about to say, put yourself in the perspective of someone who is dealing with that in their relationship, like such outside influence from an ex, I would just be like, I am not okay with this. And if you're not okay with setting some boundaries, then I need to excuse myself from the relationship and find someone who's going to treat me the way that I deserve because this is not it. There's a difference between being friendly and having a good co-parenting relationship with your ex and just blatant overstepping and lack of respect. 100%. I don't think you're being a bitch. I think it's the truth. This is one of the things that kind of drives me nuts about some of the coaching sessions that we've had over the past is that I've found that Oftentimes, women in a step-parent relationship feel more loyalty to the relationship. And actually, this could probably be true for moms, too. So I'm not going to segment out step-parents here. But because there's kids involved, everyone feels like I need to give it this like extra effort and I need to make excuses for these types of behaviors. And honestly, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I really wish people would understand that just because there's a kid involved or just because you know, there's there's some sort of like additional emotional consideration doesn't necessarily mean that you have to completely sacrifice yourself and your own well-being. Yeah. And I think even to continue on that, there's a difference between having a productive conversation and communicating well with your spouse or your significant other um, to to set kind of like the here's what I need to feel good about this. 
And if they can't meet you in the middle, and that's not to say that like people don't make mistakes. Like every once in a while, maybe you're having a conversation with your significant other and you voice a concern and they just don't hear you. But, you know, if it's ongoing, then if you're still feeling that struggle, they need to do something to try to help you feel good about it. Otherwise, you know, what are you left with? You're not left with a whole lot. I agree. So that was a lot to cover. And we have to give credit to the person who submitted this story in particular. We know it takes a lot to really type all this stuff out. And we know sometimes it can be stressful and kind of trigger old emotions and old wounds. But thank you so much for being vulnerable and for sharing your story with us. We hope this was helpful for you. And if you are listening to this and you're like, man, I really wish they would give my story the light of day anonymously, please send us an email. Please shoot us a DM on Instagram. We try to record mini sons as often as possible. And we try to get back to all the messages that get sent to us regardless. So shoot us your DMs. We're here for you. Bye, ladies. <laughs>